Hello, this is Dale Connolly from The Morning Show with our weekly podcast, and this time it's an encore for our retelling of the classic Christmas story, It's a Wonderful Life. When we first did this for an audience at the Fitzgerald Theater in 2003, it was presented as an episodic parody in four parts. Then in 2006, it was presented as a podcast in two sections, and now for the first time ever, the whole thing is united in a single, stunning, radiophonic experience. What am I getting for Christmas? Some extra time to bring you the uninterrupted version of It's a Wonderful Life, recorded live at the Fitzgerald Theater. Dear Lord, it's Christmas Eve, and I'm worried about my dry cleaning. When I got my vest back, it was missing a button. I'd complained to George Bailey, Lord, but the dry cleaners say they lost her, too. It would be great if you could find them both. It's a busy night. A lot of people are worried about Georgia Bailey. And she's hit bottom. This is her crucial night. I better send someone down. But who, who, hmm. Clarence. Clarence, Clarence. Let's see. Clarence, his last assignment was... Oh, the Hindenburg. (laughs) Still, I, I don't have anyone else. It's got to be Clarence. Clarence! I'm here. Uh, where's the blimp? I'll, I'll slow her down. No, 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 no blimp this time. Clarence, it's a person. She's discouraged. I want you to turn her around and help her see the beauty in God's world. Oh, okay. And then I'll get my wings? Oh, well... A one uh, wing, maybe? Uh, a starter? Just a taste of winginess? We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll oh. see. First, I want you to take a good look at Georgia Bailey. See her? Right there. Oh. Well, she's just a child. How did a child get so discouraged? Well, she's not discouraged yet. This is years ago, Clarence. She's working for the local druggist, Mr. Gower. He's he's a little unusual. He's emotional. Edgy. Yes, I, I want you to take this potion over to the Balco family. <laughs> it's a, a cocktail of top-of-the-line name brand med- medications there. <laughs> Mrs. Balco told me she barely had enough money for kitty litter. Why are you telling me this? Well, no reason, Mr. Gower. I was just noticing the price of the... Get out of here. Make the delivery. Go. (laughs) Mama! Mama! Georgia! Georgia Bailey, you're out of breath. I ran to tell you, Mr. Gower, the prescription is... It's not generic. He doesn't know. No, Mrs. Balcon. All the other people on the bus. Oh, give give yourself a moment, child. Uh, Mrs. Bailey, I'm waiting for my refund. I want it now. Yes, Mr. Potter. Just a moment, please. Georgia, wait here. Uh, But, Mama, this is really important. It it can't wait. Look at this soup stain. I almost wore this. What a sloppy business. I should never have invested in this dry cleaning. No, we're so grateful for your support, Mr. Potter. You yes, realize yes, I'm an important man. You big lunkhead. What? Don't you talk to my mom that way. Georgia, please. She's got no manners. You're a sour old saggy pants doo-doo head. Oh, Georgia. <laughs> go. But mother. Go. Idea what happened to the prescription, Mrs. Balco. Oh, oh, I have to go. I'll get to the bottom of it. Georgia Bailey, what did you do with that prescription? Don't be mad, Mr. Gower. You didn't mean it. What? Ah! 
to stretch it. In movies, old people grab young people by their ears. But, oh, Mr. Goer, yeah. you've made a terrible mistake. Oh. Look at the price on the bottle. See the zeros? Oh, oh no. No, 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 no. It's okay. You didn't know it was wrong. You're passing on the costs of the drug companies, that's all. Oh, I don't all. care about that. I'm looking at your ear. It's flopping over like a puppy's. Oh, that's okay, Mr. Gower. I like puppies. Oh, and I like this Georgia Bailey. That ear will always give her trouble, Clarence. Where are we now? Is that Georgia? Mm-hmm. At the soda fountain? Yes, with a boy. Hey, yeah, gee, Georgia Bailey is swell. I want to spend my life with you, baby. Don, we're ten years old. Won't you marry me? Nope, I never will. I'm going to the college of my choice. I'll see the world, move to the city, and become a nameless cog in the industrial machine. Oh, no, please. (laughs) Baby, stay here. I saved my allowance and bought you some here. What? Show you a little thingy to keep burglars from stealing your car. When you have a car, of course. City people put it on the steering wheel. It's called the club. Don, that's really sweet. I don't know what to say. Say you'll forget your crazy plan to go away, baby. Because I love you, Georgia Bailey. <laughs> whispering in my floppy ear. Because it's cute, baby, like a puppy's. And so are you. What? Stop whispering, Don. What did you say? Uh, I said you're late for dinner. <gasps> oh, I gotta go, Donnie. Yeah. I should have been home ten minutes ago. Thanks for the club. I'll use it when I get to the city. Yeah. She's not going to see the world, is she? No, Clarence, she's not. Soon... Georgia Bailey will wish she had never been born. By comparison, this is a much happier, much simpler time. Hi, Mom. Hi, Uncle Captain Billy. I'm home. Oh, ahoy there, Georgia. Come on aboard there. Your mom made meatloaf. She did. Oh, boy. Thanks, Mom. You've become such an energetic, lovely young woman. Yeah, who eats like a longshoreman, she does. (laughs) Wow. I need lots of fuel to go out and see the world. Well, I guess. (sighs) Your Uncle Captain Billy here has seen the world, and he'd rather be here, helping at the dry cleaners and running his little importing business on the side. (laughs) Isn't that right, Uncle Billy? Oh, aye. There ain't a thing in the world to make you as happy if you ain't already satisfied in your own backyard. Isn't that right, boys? That's right. Thanks, Uncle Captain (laughs) Billy, and and boys. Ah, But I'm after adventure. You've already been around the world with your smelly old friends. Oh, well, now, uh, Georgia, they're more than just friends. They're business partners, they oh, is, yes. Business, I forgot. Oh, there was a package on the step for you. Oh, a package? A package, boys! Don't get off the step there! Don't break anything down! Just tear it right open there. There you go. Let's see what's inside. Oh, why, it's a box of little bells, it is. Tiny bells, boys. You know what they say, don't you? Every time you hear a bell? Stop, robber. No. Shoot him, somebody! No, no, Uncle Billy. Every time you hear a bell, an angel gets his wings. They sets off alarms for that now? How about that, boys? Whoa, you can't get away with nothing anymore, not even in heaven. Let's take this here box down to the storeroom then, boys, before anything happens more. Just follow me down Georgia, I'll just say it. I wish you would give up this notion of going away and take over the dry cleaners. Mother, no. If you want to retire, sell it. Mr. Potter is the only one in town with enough money, and he'd close it for sure to force people to buy new clothes at his department store. Then let Uncle Captain Billy run it. Uncle Billy is an international fugitive from justice. (laughs) 
and a klutz. How about Harriet? Oh, Georgia, your sister Harriet, she can't add. Mom, I've been talking about leaving town all my life. I'd look silly if I stayed now. When I was ten, little Donnie Reed, he used his allowance to buy me a... I know. He bought you that thing to keep punks from stealing your car. That was so sweet. Maybe he'll be at the dance. (gasps) The dance! I almost forgot. I can't miss the dance. Now keep an eye on that gym floor, dear. You know there's a pool underneath it. I heard. I'll see you later, Mom. Georgia! Georgia! Over here! Oh, hi, girls. Hey, where's the band? They cut back to a piano player. Weight restrictions. There's a swimming pool underneath the floor, you know. Hey, is that Don Reed over there? Little Donnie Reed? I thought he was the singer. That's Don. I'm going to dance with him. Well, be sure and tell him about the pool under the floor. Well, well. If it isn't Don Reed, my soda fountain friend. Georgia Bailey. Marry me yet? What about your date? Is that her by the gymnasium control panel with her hand on the key, glaring at us? Oh, forget her, baby. I didn't give her, you know, the club. I still have it, Don. I'm planning to use it. Good. I'm glad. You gotta know, I, uh... Yeah? uh, I... What? Uh, well, there's... Well, just say it, Don. There's a pool under this floor. Do you mean to say there's a pool of sweet romance under this hard, unyielding surface, which is really just a metaphor? Metal? No, it's a wood floor. (laughs) But it's got some gift to it. Can you feel it moving? Kind of rumbling. You feel it? I do. Hold me close, Don. Oh, boy. You smell like chlorine. What? That's that's not me. What? (laughs) I don't get it. She could have used a guardian angel there to keep her from falling into the pool. Why didn't you call me then when... Frank, look at how well it turned out. (laughs) Hey, look. What? There's the old rundown Hubbard mansion. They say if you make a wish and pick up a rock and successfully vandalize this place from the street, your dream will come true. Especially if it's your dream to make the neighbors call the police. No, Georgia, don't, no, don't. Okay, here goes. Ah! (laughs) Hey, knock it off. I'm going to call the police. (laughs) See? Wow. What'd you wish for? Oh, that I could quit this town, attend the college of my choice, see the world, move to the city, get a job. And become a nameless cog in the big machine. <laughs> Same as always. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah, hey, watch this. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but it was the Hubbard mansion we were aiming for, Don. Um, I got spun around there when I yeah. went back there. Don? Yeah. What do you wish for? To see the world? Nah. I can see the world fine here, Georgia. It's all right here. If you care to look. Uh-oh. Oh, I, I guess he did call the police. George, it's your mother. She had a severe allergic reaction to rayon. They've taken her home away from the clothes and the chemicals. Oh, she's a blotchy mess. And she's asking for you. Oh, no. Don, I'm sorry. Uh, I've got to go. Yeah, sure. Go. Go. Go, baby. Go. Oh. Uh, will George's mother be all right? George's mother will be forced out of the dry cleaning industry forever. 
but Uncle Billy needs the job and, and the family needs the money. Yes, Clarence, and that's why Georgia Bailey has had to put her dreams on hold. Oh, what a lovely black dress. I'm sure we can get that spot out, Mrs. Jenrick. Come back in three days. Uncle Billy! Uh, come and take this order. Well, now, I'd say the business seems to be doing fine since your mother retired, Georgia. Uh, ain't it fine, boys? Yes, it is. My mother has many loyal customers, Uncle Billy. We have to work hard to keep their trust. Aye, and your mother's a peach for sending over sandwiches so we don't have to break for lunch. We can eat while we work. Oh, boys! Work and work and work and... Oh, I, oh, I slooped some grape jelly on Mrs. Jennerick's dress there. A paper towel, boys! Hold it! Clean this up! Hold it, everybody! Boys, this, this will come out. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, Gimpy spilled some peanut butter on there, too, so... It's, it's okay. Uh, but be careful, Gimpy. If people stop trusting us... Oh, sorry, us, then... sorry. Ain't we sorry, boys? Yes, we're sorry. Oops, oops, sorry again. Oh, gee, sorry, I'm sorry again. I know oh, you mean well. Here, let me Boy, that Georgia Bailey, she's very forgiving. It's in her nature, but there are people who would take advantage of that generosity of spirit, and those people are hard at work. Oh, you mean Mr. Potter, don't you? Oh, yes. I looked ahead in the script. Yes. Well, I need the sales numbers. How is my men's department doing? Well, not so good, Mr. Potter. The whole store is suffering. Uh, people aren't buying new clothes. They're cleaning and fixing the old ones. It's that Georgia Bailey. Well, this. people trust that Georgia Bailey. They like your mother, too. Even though that Uncle Billy character is a known felon. A felon, eh? Oh, yeah. Give me the phone. They have to place an order. An order for a case of India ink. Ink? Boy, you need to do some printing? Printing? No. Smearing is more like it. <laughs> Boy, what a meanie. And, and Georgia and Don Reed, did they ever... Oh, get... yes, they did, indeed. Hey, congratulations! I'm so happy for you. Boy, they, they look happy. And the honeymoon, mm-hmm. did they finally go to that exciting, exotic place that Georgia wanted to see? No, their honeymoon was delayed. In fact, Georgia and Don never left town. Well, Captain Billy, working hard. Billy, these nice people found the doors locked. Well, I, I was trying to cut down on the rumors, of course, which ain't true anyways. Uh, the, word, the word is that he got a shipment of India ink. It's that shady reporting business he runs. Yeah, I don't know why fancy on my clothes. Everybody, please. Listen, listen. Your clothes aren't here. What? We send them out, you know that. I want my pants. Ted, Ted, your pants are at a factory being treated with chemicals. <laughs> That's what you paid for. They'll be back in two days. What have you done with my dress? Donna, your nice purple dress is with Elsie. She does all our mending to get money to buy medicine for little Buster for his asthma. Without your dress to mend, he wheezes all night. I need my dinner jacket. We've got our curtains, you know. Don't you see? Your clothes are busy. They're working. 
keeping your friends and your neighbors employed. If this shop goes out of business, we all lose something. If you don't give me my clothes, I'm going to Potter's Department Store to buy new ones and charge it to you, Georgia Bailey. Yeah, we're all going to do that. Wait, wait, wait. Everybody, don't you see? This is what Potter wants. All of us crawling to him, naked. If we could only help each other... I need something to wear. Listen, listen, we can get through this. What do you need for the next three or four days? How about it, Ted? What's the minimum? I gotta have a clean-pressed dark pants and four pairs of underwear. Ted, can you make do with less? Pants, two shirts, jacket, okay, and four okay, pairs okay, of boxer okay. uh, shorts. Here, here, here. Ted, take these. I'm taking them. Donna, absolute minimum? I need two pairs of fresh socks. Donna, bless you. You're beautiful. Two pair fresh socks, one at a time, everybody. We're gonna make it. And they did make it because everyone helped. But it doesn't take much to turn the tide. Very soon, Georgia Bailey will. Yeah, I know. She'll never been born. Good afternoon, sir. How can I help you? I'm with the uh, monitoring agency for dry cleaning and pressing. The man from Madcap. That's Madcap, yes. Inspection time, of course. Yes, once um, again. I'm sure you'll find us clean. <laughs> Little industry joke. I never heard that one before. <laughs> well, I'll have to see the complaint log book. You do keep one here, don't you? Oh, yes, of course. Uh, Uncle Billy, will you please bring the complaint book? The man from Madcap is here. Oh, the dry clean inspector. Well, uh, yes, good day to you, sir. Uh, I believe you'll find everything ship shape. Ain't that right, boys? Oh, that's right. Oh, my there is a very few complaints on account of our customer services. Well, we'll see about that. Sure. Uh, George Bailey, I'm here for my top coat. Mr. Potter, what a yes. surprise. Um, your ticket, please. I see the coat right there. Hurry up, will you? Hand it over. Well, I hope you're not offended, Thank Mr. You. Potter. It's just that um, we run a careful, business-like operation. <sighs> Do you? Then what's this? What's what? A huge ink stain on my top coat. So what I heard about your uncle and the ink is for real? He ruined my coat. Well, how could that be? Let, let me see. Oh, no. You're not touching this garment or any of my clothes. Mr. Potter, I'm so sorry, but I... This year's a frame-up. We sent the ink back to Delhi, right, boys? All the way back to Delhi! Oh, I see. Well, did you send my wallet there, too? Your wallet? Mr. Potter... You must have found it. It was right there in the coat Pocket. We can't be held responsible for items left in clothing over 30 days, you know that. Oh, how convenient, since your counterman is a criminal, criminal. and a klutz a with, a with a record. He should not be handling other people's clothes. I have got complete confidence in mine uncle. Well, then you're a fool. I'll make sure he goes to jail and this place is shut down. You haven't heard the last of me, George Bailey. Well... Mr. Potter, well, Mr. Inspector, please don't take away my business or my uncle. Well, it's pretty much out of my hands, but you will hear from us, I guarantee that. Oh, uh, dingling, Angel just got his wings. <laughs> An angel? We could use a really big one right now. Find the wallet, Uncle Billy. Well, I don't know where to begin looking. Start anywhere. That's what I'm going to do. But, Georgia, what's the... Where are you going? I don't know.
So, uh, when do I meet Georgia Bailey? Soon, Clarence. She's sinking to her lowest point, and will soon wish that, that she had never, never been, been born. born. Yes, a lot of folks are worried for her. And if they knew what I know, Clarence, yep. they would wait for her at the bridge. Oh, the bridge. The bridge. Well, th then I guess I'd better get going. I was going to see the world. Instead, I'm caring for Mother, humoring Uncle Billy, putting up with Potter, smiling through the stupid complaints of needy people. I wish they'd never been born. What? What? What, what was that? What, what was I, that? I wish they'd never been... Who said that? You mean to say you wish you'd never been born, right? No, no, I, I wish they'd never been born. <laughs> and who are you? Uh, we've never met. Uh, I'm Clarence, your guardian angel. Oh, where have you been all my life? Out seeing the world, I hope. Lord knows I'm never going to. Yes, he does know. He knows a lot, uh, although some things get lost in the translation, like... Who's going to wish who had never been born? I can't grant your wish to knock other people out of existence. I can make it so you were never born, if that interests you. No, not really. Okay, how about a deal where everyone is born, but you never meet? No, 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 I've got it. You all get born, but as each other. You know, flipped... You mean I'd be like um, Uncle Billy? Yeah, uh, he could be Potter, and Potter could be your mom. That and... sounds really complicated. How about this? We're all born, and we're all ourselves, but they don't need me so much. That's what I want. You know, it's hard to do with the finer shades of neediness. <laughs> it's just easier to say they just don't need you at all. Not at all? But they'll still know me? They'll know you well enough to know they don't need you. I think that would be pretty wonderful. It's a deal. There. It's done. Good, because I have to get back to town. Actually, you don't. It was nice meeting you. Uh, 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 hang on. Guys. Yeah, hang on. I'm coming with you. Hey. Where's the cleaners? I was here earlier. It was right here. Well, it's closed. Your mother shut it down years ago when she developed her allergy to rayon and plastic bags. But she wanted me to take over. Well, she decided she didn't need you to do that. She went to the Votech to learn a new career. She's a pipe fitter now, and... Oh, but don't take my word for it. Here she comes. Mom! Mother! It's me! It's, it's Georgia, your daughter? Oh, Georgia. Look at you. You're, you're a pipe fitter. Demanding work. Takes all my energy, but I love it. Good for perfectionists. Leaks are bad. Mom, why didn't you ask me to take over the dry cleaners? Dunno. Never occurred to me. Well, gotta get some sleep. Mom, Mom, wait. Uh, tell me about you. Mom, do you need a ride? Uh, there must be some mistake. We're family. We're family. Oh, my gosh. Family, Don and the kids. I've got to get home. Um. The light's on, thank goodness. Okay, here goes. Hi, everybody. I'm back. Hey, oh, dear, how you been? Don, where are the children? Well, the children? They've grown up. 
What? It happens. And that's it? Well, they call. Sometimes. Good kids. They don't need much. But I still have you, right? And you need me. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. That's better. Well, better tend the livestock. The what? Well, you know, with you gone so much, I had a lot of time on my hands, so I, I started raising goats. Yeah, they're really friendly. Take most of the day to care for them, though. People think goats are self-sufficient, but not really. They're pretty darn needy. Well, can I come along and help, maybe? Um, well, the goats don't, they don't like strangers much, so uh, better not. I'll be back this evening. Yeah, come in. Come in. Oh. No, how could this happen? It's worse than before. Oh, good Lord. I had no idea my mother would become a pipe fitter or that children could grow up without me or Don would turn to tending goats. Or it could possibly turn out that no one would... What an awful feeling. I didn't know what I had. Please, please don't make me live like this. I promise I won't wish people away from me. I'll appreciate the beauty in everything, especially in, in being needed. Hey, it's snowing. I hate snow. Wait, wait, no, no, what am I thinking? Beauty and everything, beauty and everything. Snow's fine, snow's okay, I'm not complaining. Snow is beautiful because snow means slush and slush means filth and filth means I'd better get down to the shop all right now all right people back off there quit crowding me now just back off you mutinous backstabbers you uh, Georgia ain't here there's no way I can tend to all your needs and uh, oh well uh, hey there Georgia girl hi hi uncle captain Billy hi everybody it's not dandruff What's going on? Uh, I, I got some dirty snowy gunk on my coat. I need you to get it clean now. Oh, yeah. you think you have snowy Kids gunk? Kids track yeah. road salt all over my new Persian rug. Yeah, I busted the button on my blizzard pack. Oh, and what's I need my stuff right okay. now. Where's the bit of Okay, okay. Everybody. everybody. Hey, 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 hey. Everybody, everybody. I, I just want to say what a great Christmas present. Thanks so much. To be needed is is to be truly alive. Thank you for believing in me. You're welcome. Yes, George Bailey, your time is up. Mr. Potter, come in. What a pleasant surprise. Yes, I imagine. I have a document that entitles me to seize this shop and everything in it as payment for the items that were lost when you... What's uh... that sticking out of your back pocket? Oh, I believe it's his wallet, boys! It is what I well, Mr. Potter, it seems like your lost property has been found. Yes, indeed. What's in his other pocket? Boys, look at there. Look at here. It's a bottle of mean pills. It is. Oh, and, and what's this? Oh, a tiny vial of India ink. Mr. Potter, did you squirt ink on your own top coat the other day? What if I did? It's my coat. That doesn't change the fact that he's a criminal and a klutz. He's our klutz, Mr. Potter. All these people need him, and so do I. Everyone? Well, this stupid business is doomed, you hear me? Just doomed. And now, Uncle Billy, I need you to get that box out of the basement. Hmm? You know the one I mean. Aye, aye, first niece. I'll be happy to oblige. 
I've got lots of work, Mr. Potter, thanks to these good people. Hmm. Hey, uh, Georgia Bailey, uh, yeah. there's a guy who came to the door and he left you this uh, note <laughs> for you. <laughs> Will they tell you another complaint, no doubt? Read the note, Georgia. Okay, thanks. Um, it says, to Georgia Bailey, the dry, clean queen. As long as clouds are seated, roads are treated, and pants are pleated, you will be needed. Thanks for the wing. Love, Clarence. What, 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 does that, what does that mean, thanks for the wing? The wing? Uncle Billy, hurry up with that box. Oh, I, I'm coming, I'm coming. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. oh my Lord, it's, oh, sorry. Sorry, I, I'll, I'll pick it up, I will. Oh, let them ring. I think it's wonderful. This is a good example of the carelessness around here. Uncle Billy, look at this note. What? What does it say? Uh, it says, thanks for the wings. That, that was my bad ear, Uncle Billy. What did you say? It says, thanks for the wings. Wings? Wings. Has it really changed? Oh, it has. Way to go, Clarence. How did you do that? Don't you know, Mr. Potter? They say every time you hear a bell, an angel gets his other wing. And this one surely deserved his. I've never heard anybody say that. Well, you're going to hear it more and more and more. We've got lots of bells, at least two for every angel in heaven and on earth. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, everybody! And that's this week's Morning Show podcast. Thanks to Beth Gilliland, who played Georgia Bailey, and Dan Chenard, who played the piano. Kathy Fink and Marcy Markser helped with voices, and Jim Ed Poole played everyone else. The script was rewritten by yours truly, Dale Connolly. Scott Liebers and Alan Freckman did the engineering with help from the Fitzgerald Theater staff, Tom Campbell, Chris Benson, and Mike Wangen. Mike Pengra produced our show. Thanks to our enthusiastic audience at the theater on December 12, 2003 for their interest and support, and thanks to you for listening to this podcast. The morning show will come to an end on 89.3 The Current in the Twin Cities and around NPR's regional network with a final broadcast from the Fitzgerald Theater, December 11, 2008. And then I will resurface the next day with a new online service called Radio Heartland, available through our website, minnesotapublicradio.org. You can also hear Radio Heartland through HD Radio in the Twin Cities at 91.1 FM HD 2. And believe it or not, there will be another podcast in one week. See you then.